This podcast was sponsored by Mutual Insurance Company of Arizona. Mike is the select provider of medical professional liability coverage for the Maricopa County Medical Society. For more information about MICA, call 602-956-5276 or visit www.mica-insurance.com. Hi, my name is Dr. Monica Faria. I am board certified in general and addiction psychiatrist and an MCMS member. Welcome to today's podcast. So there's a lot of people shifting from traditional hospital delivery to ambulatory surgery centers. And that is um, just really a great development for us because we're an ambulatory surgery center-based practice. Hi, and welcome to the Arizona Physician Podcast. My name is John McElligot, your host for today's episode. And our guest is Daniel Lieberman. Dr. Lieberman completed his neurosurgery residency at UCSF the nation's leading neurosurgery program. Prior to his residency, Dr. Lieberman completed a three-year research fellowship at the National Institutes of Health in Bethesda, Maryland, after graduating from the University of Arizona Medical School. He has completed over 4,500 surgeries, serving more than 12,000 patients over the past 12 years. Dr. Lieberman, thank you very much for being here. We're going to launch into a discussion talking about Phoenix Spine and Joint. For the listeners, just wanted to uh, check in and see how your team is doing during this pandemic and uh, how things overall are going for you. Well, thank you, John, for having me. Uh, we're doing we're doing pretty well. You know, when you it's now almost exactly a year since the most severe part of the pandemic for us and the state closure and and all the rest of the surgery centers and the elective surgeries in the hospital. So, it's certainly been topsy turvy, but um, you know, doctors, we always find a way to take care of our patients the best we can under whatever the circumstances they may be. And I'm sure people before us have dealt with worse and we can say that kind of now too. <laughs> so it's been an interesting year, but uh, we're still here and uh, doing, doing really well. Really excited about 2021, that's for sure. Well, that's great. And that's um, a lot of what we wanna talk about today, Dr. Lieberman. For listeners, could you please shape for people what the mission of Phoenix Spine and Joint is and the services that you provide to patients? Absolutely. Phoenix Spine and Joint is um, a a combination of ambulatory surgery center and uh, surgeon practice. And we flex up or down depending on the needs of our medical staff. We have 35 surgeons, most of whom are orthopedic surgeons, but we have a few podiatrists um, and a few handful of neurosurgeons. And we do uh, surgery in our three surgery centers in Goodyear, Gilbert, and Scottsdale, um, primarily or or essentially entirely musculoskeletal surgeries, everything from the foot to the top of the spine, um, whatever orthopedic surgery needs to be done. We try to do it, not only offer the surgery, but offer it the best version of the surgery. Is your role as the founder owner now to wrangle all the physicians and everyone else in the medical team together and to assign them to different locations? Where do you fit into the mix? Yeah, it's, you know, it's the, the medical director herding cat sort of, sort of deal. It, um, it starts out for me with uh, listening to my colleagues and trying to identify what is the best version of a current surgery, whether that surgery is, uh, you know, minimally invasive, muscle sparing, robotic assisted total knee replacement, 
or um, arthroscopic labral repair in the hip, whatever's happening that is the best version of that, we wanna make sure the surgery centers are equipped to offer that, that surgery and that we have the surgeons who are doing the very best job of delivering it. And then we combine that with uh, a website, phoenixspineandjoint.com, that is very, very heavily engaged in direct-to-consumer marketing for patient recruitment. So it's it's kind of the, the whole gamut. You know, when I started in practice 20 years ago, a half to a third of our patients came from the hospital. You know, people were admitted and consults and what have you. And for most surgeons who do elective musculoskeletal type surgeries now, that number is closer to zero. And, you know, everybody who can get out of the hospital left a long time ago. It's just so, so challenging to work in that environment. And uh, not only for the surgeons, but also for the patients. And so we want to replace some of those things that used to happen at the hospital. And uh, marketing is, is a big part of that. Dr. Lehman, I understand that you're expanding, so or you have expanded. So could you share details with the listeners about the new facilities and why you decided to grow? Yeah, absolutely. We started out in Gilbert, or excuse me, in Goodyear, where we had a clinic as well as an ambulatory surgery center. And then um, Gilbert, Goodyear is just so far in one corner of the city. And we were getting a lot of um, patients from North Scottsdale and even Central Scottsdale. So we decided to offer, build out a surgery center in North Scottsdale. That was going well, but it's just hard to ignore the vibrancy and the activity and the just the really tremendous growth that's occurring in the East Valley. So we decided uh, we wanted to be a part of that. So we're now kind of triangulating the city and nobody in, uh, in Phoenix, Phoenix meaning essentially Maricopa County is really that far a drive from one of our surgery centers. We, we're still looking at additional possible locations, maybe something out the Anthem way, maybe something eventually in central Phoenix, but really it's driven by where there are people who could benefit from our services. And um, we're essentially just trying to identify, you know, markets that we can serve and then get in them. Folks, you've been listening to an episode of the Arizona Physician Podcast. And our guest today is Dr. Daniel Lieberman. When we come back, we'll speak with Dr. Lieberman about his analysis of the healthcare market in Maricopa County and the big picture of economic conditions. We'll be right back. This podcast was sponsored by Mutual Insurance Company of Arizona, the select provider of medical professional liability coverage for the Maricopa County Medical Society. As a physician-led mutual, MICA has been Arizona's choice for medical professional liability insurance for nearly 45 years. We provide value to members with superior claims handling and exceptional risk management programs. Call us today for a quote or visit our website to learn more about MICA's premium coverage options and outstanding service. 602-956-5276 or www.mica-insurance.com. Bureau of Medical Economics has been servicing the account collection needs of the medical community since 1951, with nearly 70 years of experience in this industry and proven results. We proudly consider our clients, your practice, an invaluable business partner. There is no obligation and no upfront cost. Please give us a call at 602-252-3469 for more information.
Welcome back to the Arizona Physician Podcast. Our guest today is Dr. Daniel Lieberman of Phoenix Spine and Joint. Dr. Lieberman, if we could pick up where we had left off in the uh, first half of the discussion and continuing your analysis of the healthcare market that is in Maricopa County. So why is 2021 the time to expand and why did you pick the different locations you did? Well, there's clearly an enormous amount of pent-up demand for medical services. Most of your members probably and, and your listeners probably saw that article in JAMA at the end of January that talked about uh, enormous passed over uh, needed elective surgeries, not going to see the doctor when required. You know, there's just tremendous pent up demand from the pandemic. And as we emerge, we see that as being, you know, frankly, nothing but opportunity. There's also really a paradigm shift occurring in healthcare delivery, which really favors the physician. So we're seeing the advent of two things. The first is telemedicine, which I've been doing telemedicine for 15 years, and we used to have to sort of apologize to people until they did it and loved it to get them to do it. Now everybody's on board with telemedicine. It's even reimbursable in many cases. So it's, it's just but that shift dramatically favors doctors over other stakeholders in medical care. I mean, all you need is a laptop and you've got an office now. So that's, that's a tremendously positive development, I think, for us physicians. The second thing is patients are leery of the hospitals. They don't want to go into a COVID-infected environment, especially not, of course, they do if they need it. You know, if I'm in a major car accident, thank goodness I can go into one of our amazingly uh, good trauma centers. But the fact of the matter is everybody knows if you get COVID, you go to the hospital. And so they don't want to go there if they don't have it. And um, in the case of elective surgeries, in particular musculoskeletal surgeries, the last thing you want to do is go in for your total hip and come out with COVID. So there's a lot of people shifting from traditional hospital delivery to ambulatory surgery centers. And that is um, just really a great development for us because we're an ambulatory surgery center-based practice. So the healthcare delivery paradigm shifting, to some extent shifting demographics, you know, compared to when I started, it just seems like there's a lot less Medicare uh, as a percentage of the marketplace in Phoenix. So that there's a lot of a lot of good changes happening that are favoring the physician. And now is the time. And I, you know, it's like after the storm, the people that are left are the ones who can reap the rewards. So hopefully we can get out there and get it. Exactly. That's a great perspective. And I saw on your site you have, I think it's step two is a telehealth consultation or you can get a second opinion. So you talked about how you've been in telehealth for many, many years. How has that adoption into the platform that you have in these steps just been easily, readily adopted by patients right now? Do they see that as a normal process? Well, we went from telehealth for medical tourism. You know, you're in Dubai and your back hurts and you want to talk to a neurosurgeon in Phoenix. So I, for many years, we did telehealth as medical tourism to okay. cater to, frankly, just really, really wealthy people who had the ability to travel to Phoenix to get care. Now it's everybody. It's, it's people who, people in Apache Junction who don't want to drive in and are comfortable. Now they've seen their primary doctor that way. They're comfortable that they can communicate and, um, and be heard through telemedicine. So just having the confidence to see doctors in that way just doesn't seem as strange. And 
I just think it's, it's really fantastic. I actually, I came into practice in the year 2000 and I was doing a lot of brain implants for um, movement disorders and patients were coming from places like Payson to see me. One lady showed up one day in a straight jacket because her movement disorder was so ballistic. She would have been a danger to herself in the car. And I said, this is crazy. We need telehealth. And we did it back then. And everyone thought we were as crazy (laughs) as our patient. I mean, it just wasn't, it wasn't an easy sell. And now it is. That's great to hear. Dr. Levin, a final question for you. Looking at the big picture of economic conditions in Arizona, you've alluded to some of these about demographics and the Medicare population possibly decreasing. What is your advice for other physicians who are listening about leasing or owning properties for their own practices or whether now is a time for them to examine whether to expand? Uh, now is, in my mind, now is certainly the time to expand. If, if you're doing something that's viable and you love it and you feel like you've got, you know, the fire in your belly, this is the time to get bigger. Physicians, so many of us have historically just gone about some of these investment and financial types of decisions backwards. Like it, it, it used to be when I first started, a lot of successful doctors owned a building And they thought of that building as their annuity, like they were going to sell it when they retired and that's how they were going to fund their retirement. I mean, and we now know that's completely backwards. The value of the building is dependent upon its lease structure. So the time to sell the building is not your last day, it's your first day. And a lot of entrepreneurial physicians have successfully done um, sell, build, and then lease backs. This is a great time for that, depending on your situation. If you have more than 10 years left in practice, in particular, if you have 15, and you can get into that kind of a dynamic, you can put those funds into your retirement and have a real stable and safe and liability protected retirement for yourself when you finally do reach that stage. And, you know, quite frankly, how having a nest egg is makes it so that you really don't have to worry about it. I think doctors today, um, in particular surgeons, should target ancillaries to try to be a third of their income. And that's a target. So that includes their ownership in ambulatory surgery centers. And, you know, the government's done everything it can to make it hard for the critical users and best critics of of ancillaries to be owners in them, but there still are opportunities. And I would really encourage all doctors to look at that. Not many of us actually know anything about the stock market or bonds or Tesla or Apple stock, but we know a whole lot about our practices. And so anything you can do to leverage additional income, in particular passive income off of that is certainly valuable. I know I was the uh, owner of a hospital for 11 years and we worked really, really hard, really, really continuously. And we did extremely well on the hospital as a business when we sold it. But quite frankly, we did even better on the real estate. So having, having real estate is a source of wealth. And for a group of uh, people who are basically labor, we're high-end labor, but like the basketball players and the football players and other other individuals were labor. We need to think in terms of wealth and historically wealth is some form of real estate. 
Dr. Daniel Lieberman of Phoenix Spine and Joint, thank you so much for being on the Arizona Physician Podcast. It's great to see you. It's my pleasure. Thanks for having me. Founded in 1892, Maricopa County Medical Society is a strong, collective physician voice. Thank you for listening to the Arizona Physician Podcast.